the Video Game Book Club podcast. Today we're doing a bonus cast on Mega Man 11. I'm your host, ho- ah, dang it. <laughs> ah. Hello and welcome to Miss Checkpoints, the Video Game Book Club podcast. Today we're doing a bonus cast on Mega Man 11. I'm your host, Marcus, and joining me today, as always, is the homie, singular, Dante. What's up, man? What's good? Um, Got a game to talk about. We do, we do, and I'm excited to talk about this game, uh, Mega Man 11. So, uh, what's your what's your Mega Man experience? So, up until college, I didn't have that much Mega Man experience. Um, I, I think I played Battle Network by then. I had played the Battle Network game for GameCube, the one for Game Boy Advance, and maybe another Mega Man here and there. But it wasn't until maybe like 2010, 2011, around when Mega Man 9 came out, where I actually got into the series. And it's funny because we actually, me and Marcus, played through Mega Man's 1 and 2 and started 3 just randomly, I guess, throughout college. And I also ended up playing 9 and 10. And after that, after I graduated, I ended up playing pretty much the entire series at this point. I've played... Just the mainline series, right? Well, I've played Mega Man's 1 through 11 now. And I've played Mega Man X 1 through 6, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I've played... Oh, and the Mega Man Zero games. I've played one through four of those. So I've played over 20 Mega Man games at this point. Jeez. Probably close to 25 <laughs> to completion. Um, what's well, your history with the series? <laughs> I've played five. <laughs> um, yeah, like you said, um, I don't really have a Mega Man background. So I think literally the only Mega Man game that I had played growing up was the soccer game on SNES. Okay. I had rented that. Um and I don't remember anything about that game. Uh, and then I think the very first Mega Man game I played was with you. And I, I don't remember, maybe it was our second or third year in school. And like you said, it was just we randomly decided to, let's, let's play the Mega Man series. And I think, what did we, did we switch off every three lives? Or was it, I think that's how we did it? I think so. I think it was during the continue. Yeah. Did you always and... start with three lives or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we beat the first two, I know, and then, like you said, we got into the third one, but I think we just stopped playing for whatever reason. And beyond that, uh, the only other game I had played was Mega Man Battle Network, which I love that game. Uh, I actually, I'm surprised at myself how much I like that game that I never, like, continued on in the series. In hindsight, mm-hmm. that was probably very foolish of me. Um and so, yeah, I, I was, uh, I have a ton of Mega Man friend, or friends that are huge Mega Man fans, and I know for me personally, I didn't really care for the Mega Man games that we had played, uh, 1 and 2. I kind of was like, what's the, the big deal? And I know whenever I kind of voiced my lack of enthusiasm about Mega Man, people would always say like, oh, you don't like it because it's hard. And I can't quite put my finger on it that's not the reason i just it wasn't necessarily like fun for me at the time i don't really know like it it felt like an old game when we were playing it and maybe that's maybe why i never 
because at that point I know Super Meat Boy was out and that game is really fast and responsive and I didn't necessarily feel like Mega Man was the same and I felt like even like a lot of the platforming in Mega Man was like you in the sense like Super Meat Boy but Super Meat Boy you could quickly get back in and like get that muscle memory but I felt like Mega Man like there's no way you could like be the level on your first go through you had to like run it a couple times in order to get like the patterns and everything down. Okay. And yeah, I, that's fair. And I and I just wasn't a fan of that play style with having with the lives that in like conjunction with the lives. So like I'm like Super Meat Boy, where it was like you could just you have unlimited lives, you can quickly restart and just get back in. Like I never felt that way about Mega Man. It was like oh, you have three shots, and once you die, then you have to start all the way back from, from the beginning. And I just wasn't really a fan of that at the time but hmm. now we have Mega Man 11 and <laughs> uh i guess since you have more of a background you want to maybe talk about the the new system and uh if there's any uh parallels to any of the previous games sure i can do that um give me one second though i i wanted to backtrack just for a second okay, okay. and say that i've also played the Mega Man Legends games which are very good. They're, um, I'd like to say his first 3D entries in general, and they're kind of, um, they're more adventure games. It's a very interesting thing. It's almost like, did you ever play Sonic Adventure at all? The Sega game, uh, uh, Dreamcast? Yeah. Yeah. So you know how that was kind of pseudo open world and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. It was kind of that formula, like the same Mario 64, where it's like, hey, we have this iconic 2D character. How do we put him into a 3D space? And in the process, he kind of transferred over into a different genre. So you have like a lock-on system and all this other stuff. You're collecting money and buying items and upgrading equipment. On? Huh? What was that on? The so... It was on PS1, and then they also released it as Mega Man 64, I believe. Okay. And then the second game, Mega Man Legends 2, I think that was exclusive to the PS1. And did you play that when it came out, or did you play that in your quest to, you know, getting into the Mega Man series, like, within the past, what, like, five to seven years? So, I played Mega Man Legends 1, I don't want to say close to release, but it wasn't too, too far away from its release. It's probably like early 2000s. Gotcha, gotcha. And um, Legends 2, I think I went through that last year or maybe the year before. And they actually, um, there was a Mega Man Legends 3 that was announced for the 3DS, but in one of the most, I guess, notable cancellations of all time. That game was canceled, I'd like to say the same time Inafune Am I mixing up my developers? I I'm pretty sure Inafune. It's Inafune. Yeah, Inafune. He left Capcom around that time. Oh, so that's why they. I believe so because he had that announced. Mega Man Legends three. There was a Mega Man Universe thing. I'd like to say that was really weird. And pretty much Capcom just didn't talk about Mega Man. For about five or six years after that happened. That was a very sore spot for... Like, I have two... Like I said, I have two friends that are hardcore Mega Man fans where I know one of them has a... Uh, actually, I have a bunch of Mega Man fan uh, friends, but one has the uh, energy capsule on his uh, sh tattoo. 
and another one made like an entire sticky note, colored sticky note of the 8-bit Mega Man on his wall. It was like maybe five or six feet tall on his wall. So <laughs> That seems a little excessive, but um, you know, to each their own. <laughs> but pretty much, I think Mega Man 11 came out 2010, I'd like to say, if I... Did I say Mega Man 10 or Mega Man? You said 11. I'm like, that came out this year, homie. <laughs> no, no, no. Mega Man 10. That came out 2010, I believe. And the only thing we've really seen from Capcom and Mega Man since then, aside from Fighting Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, is the Street Fighter vs. Tekken joke character Mega Man. Uh, so <laughs> that was people the troll. were pretty upset about that. Yeah, that. The, the, so the, the uh, it was a troll, like the box. It was the box art Mega Man from the original uh, Mega Man, and um, they also um, uh, he. There was another uh, thing that was super upsetting to me. Okay, yeah, Marvel vs. Capcom uh, Ultra Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom Three. They gave characters Mega Man. Uh, alternate costumes so they gave right. zero uh his alternate costume was basically him dressed up as mega man they gave frank west uh an alternate costume where he's dressed up like mega man and a lot of the characters in their arcade mode uh windscreens or whatever like there was like a little three panel comic that everybody had when you beat the arcade mode they included mega man in like i think like six of them so it was like almost like an open troll that Capcom was like, or maybe it wasn't even a troll where it was like these people are fans of Mega Man, but Big uh, Big Brother Capcom was just like, nah, we're not we're not doing anything with this character. If if you think about it, not including Mega Man would be the same as like Super Smash Brothers not having Mario. To a large extent. Yeah, I mean, he's. I, I would say I think at this point, and maybe this is me just because. Me, I would say he's not there. Is is Mega Man like Capcom's flagship character, or is it, is it still, or is it Ryu? It's like one I of those. Two, Mega right? Man was the flagship. Is it because of the types of games that were out at that time? It was like always like a platformer. Like, well, I mean, if you go to if you go back to mascot characters, Mega Man fits that role much more than Ryu does. I guess, yeah, I guess that's that's fair. That's and I fair. mean, he went out of vogue. But at the same time, there was really no reason to exclude him from a game that's called Marvel vs. Capcom. I agree, I agree. Yeah, yeah. When I, like, honestly speaking, I just don't think any other versus Capcom game excluded Mega Man. And it just seemed very peculiar to, um... Yeah, yeah. And like you said, so it wasn't until... I think that was a fan game, too, the Street Fighter cross Mega Man, wasn't it? Yeah, because that was like it came out the I I believe it came out the 30 year anniversary of Mega Man, and I think it was like a fan made game that Capcom was like, oh, we'll throw you guys a bone and like, uh, like push this or well, I mean that's like the most unofficial release possible. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, I wouldn't even like put that as a quote unquote Capcom game, but sure, he was there. But, I mean, there definitely was, like, fans of Mega Man, like, that were yearning for something. Because, I mean, like, that, they pretty much funded, um, what was that, what's that game that everybody Mighty hates number on? number nine. Yes. <laughs> but we don't need to talk Which... about that, right? Huh? We don't need to talk about that, right? No, I'm, 
I'm going to be the dude that says that game isn't quite as bad as most people say. Most people will say, oh, that was the worst game of the year. That that game's trash, that blah, blah, blah. It's not a good game. Or it's not a great game, at least. It has a lot of technical issues. But fundamentally, most of the Mega Man stuff is there. It's actually probably better than maybe like Mega Man 5 and maybe like 6 or 7. I can't remember them. Mm-hmm. There's so many, they all start to blur together. At oh, yeah. Point. Oh, yeah. We're, well, let, let, let's let's start talking about number 11. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I guess I can introduce the system then, and then we can just kind of talk about it. Cool. So, the, the big... The big new thing in Mega Man 11 is, one, actually, is the art style. This is a huge departure, as far as I know, like, looking at screenshots of the previous games, where this one is, like... It's not... Yeah, the, so... Even though Mega Man 9 and 10 came out, I'd say, in the 2008 to 2010 range, they used the Mega Man 2 art style pretty much, which... Um, it's a fan favorite. Yeah, it's it's 8-bit, just classic. If you've seen old Mega Man, that's what it looks like. But this game, um, it uses a different style, and I'll let you go into it. It's just really like a... <laughs> it's really striking, uh, like a 3D, like... It's still like a 2D uh, platformer, but it's... It's a 2.5D. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a game that I played uh, that... Smash? I guess, yeah. Yeah, I guess that is a good uh, approximation. Or I was going to say even like Bionic Commando Rearmed is kind of that same art style where it's like a 2D platformer but with 3D characters and... I don't know, it just it makes it look a lot more striking. I, I really like the way the character models look. Um, and I, I think, like, I don't know too much, like I said, I don't know too much about the Mega Man characters, but I think it even works for the classic bosses that are enemies that you fight, the classic, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, does Mega Man characters even have, like, the, the fodder enemies even have, like, names? I'm sure they, yeah, they definitely do. I don't know any of them, though. <laughs> yeah, like the shooting turret thing and the little spike thing that they stand on. Like, those, like, just being able to decipher stuff. Everything has, like, a unique look to it. Not, like, that's not to say that they did it before, but I don't know. It, it just, everything looks, like, better to me. It's, like, the, the worst. I, I think it does look good. And I'd say the game looks very cohesive. That's another really big thing that's um, important with platformers. And I, and I even like how they do the, the stages. Um, so, like, um, they're, like, theme... You know, like, they, Mega Man has always had, like, themed bosses. So, you know, you have, like, Flame Man, Torch Man, Guts Man, like, all this. And they kind of have, like, a theme, like, to their stages. But, like, little touches, like Block Man, like, his is, like, a Egyptian theme. And so there's, like, hieroglyphics in the background. And then, like, um, Torch Man, like, his is, like a lot of campfires and like, so there's tents and like, almost like you're out camping in the woods and I don't know, like the acid man, like the water has like a pH balance. So it goes from being like, just like water that you can stand in to like getting acidic and it damages you if you're in there. I I thought those are like really cool touches to the stages that I don't remember. Like, and like I said, I don't have the background of Mega Man that you do or a lot of people have, but like, I don't remember those kind of touches being in the first couple of games. Yeah, I don't think they had, like, incredible detail back then, but 
there was a couple flourishes here and there, but you're still working with a very basic art style and very basic tile set because NES could only handle... Yeah, yeah. It's not like a knock on, like, they should have done this before. It's like they were working with limitations at the time, yeah. so... But they're using the hardware to their advantage. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the, the new system that they introduced. is called the uh, the Double Gear system. And it's... <laughs> they have, like, a, a pretty basic story in this game where it's the usual Dr. Wily paired up against Dr. Light and... Basically, Dr. Wily inv- invented this double gear system back in the when they were in university together, and um, nobody saw the genius. Okay, so let's talk about the double gear system, which is the new system that they introduced in Mega Man 11. It gives Mega Man two different abilities, or really three different abilities. So on one hand, you have the speed gear that you activate with the right bumper, and um, it slows everybody down. So it makes it easier for you to dodge attacks, to platform, because Mega Man's still moving at normal speed, and he also can shoot quicker, um, and it's cancelable, so there's a meter that it's depleting as you're in this ability, or in this mode, and uh, you can cancel it at any time and still use the remaining meter or let it charge back up. And then with the left bumper, you have the power gear, which is also cancelable, and this one makes you do more damage so when you shoot when you tap the shoot button it shoots two shots when you do a charge buster it shoots two busters so it's just a stronger version um it, it shoots really... two busters yeah it shoots two busters oh man this is san andreas <laughs> no buster is not bust us ER. ah, okay. <laughs> um but uh it, it's very apparent uh like it it, it makes a huge difference with um using the, the enemy weapons, you know, that you get from defeating bosses, that's when it really, like, supercharges a lot of those uh, abilities or a lot of those uh, powers. And then uh, if you uh, push both bumpers down, you get to use the double gear, which has no cooldown. Um, excuse me, it's not cancelable, but it gives you a speed and a power boost. Um, I don't know if you can only use it when you're low energy or if it's just suggested that you only use it when you're low energy. But it's like a last-ditch effort to, like, save your life when you're, you know, guns blazing mode, basically. Um, I'd actually never used the double gear, ever. So, it was... uh, Nope. It was mostly... I would say, for me, it was maybe about 80% of the time I used speed gear and about 20% of the time I used power. And when I realized that, I tried to use power a little bit more. But like I said, they're they're just speed is so much more valuable. Um, I feel like speed ends up making power obsolete to some extent, just for the amount of shots you get in. Like yeah. I haven't done the hard math on that, <laughs> but a lot of times it felt like, oh well, I can make sure all of these shots land, and even though they're weaker, I'm getting a lot more of them in in the same amount of time. For me, I feel like I only use power when I was aiming at a very specific spot on a boss. Because, like, just, like, leading up to the level, I definitely was only using speed. And probably in the boss, I was also using speed to, like, dodge attacks and everything. So power was strictly for offense, where speed was for, like, offense, dodging, you know, everything. <laughs> and uh, it, it was almost, like, like uh, you had said earlier, it was almost like basically a single gear game or system instead of a double gear. 
Oh. Man, that's really awkward because that's not going to be in the – it's good, though. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, we had yeah. a little bit of a hiccup, <laughs> and we lost a little bit of audio, and that was probably in the lost part of the audio, but it's all good. Oh, damn. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, now I know what Jeff's always talking about. It's like, oh, man, this is awkward having to record the Bombcast a second time. All right. You're right. You're right. Like, uh, hopefully this is not going to be as long, so we'll try to keep this yes. short. Um, and then I guess – that's like the main new thing that they add. Um, you will have to tell me. None of the Mega Man games, or at least one, didn't have Slide in it. But Slide was something that they got Slide introduced later on. Slide was introduced in three. Um, and then being able to call Rush has that is that new or? No, that's been. I'm trying to think about when Rush was. He he was either two or three. Because they gave you the ability to either call them as the spring or call them as like the hoverboard. Yeah, you have R coil, which is the spring, and then you have R jet, which is like the little hoverboard thing. And then I think the there's a two. They added a shop, which that's never been in a Mega Man, right? Yes, the shop is completely new. And as much as I like the shop. I felt like that basically trivialized this game. If if Speed Gear was like, here, we're going to help you make this game a lot easier, the shop was basically like, you know, come one, come all. Everybody can beat Mega Man now. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, they give you a lot of things that probably would have been cheats in the other game, I feel like. Like the auto-charge, the buster, and... I, I feel like the that's, one that's always the been mo- a Mega Man, right? Isn't that always been a Mega Man? Like, like no. Auto-charge? So the charge shot came in in two. I'd like to say, but I'm just talking about the ability that you can buy or the part that you can buy specifically, where um, it passively charges your thing just as you move. Got you. So that was really good. The other skill that I thought was kind of broken was the whole like, you can move in regular time when you're in speed gear. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, now that I think about it, so uh, initially when you get speed gear, you're not moving, you're not moving as slow as the enemies, you're moving slightly faster, but you're not moving at regular speed, but with that upgrade, then you can move your regular speed. Yep, it's and really then, good. Yes, and then they have, like, other things that are, like, really good, like, um, I think they have something that causes your buster to have, like, a taller... Uh, like, larger shot. A larger shot, so you can hit things that are, like, a little bit lower than the normal charge buster shot. Um, they have, like, ice spikes or something, so that way on the on the ice stage you're not slipping around. Um, the main thing, so, so you're buying these, when you defeat enemies, they usually drop, sometimes they drop something, sometimes they don't, but uh, the main things that they drop is either life, or excuse me, uh, energy, or um, bolts. So bolts are the currency in this game, and there's a uh, part that you can buy that ups the chance that enemies drop bolts, so it allows you to basically have more currency. And, like, the funny thing was is I, like, I'm so unfamiliar with Mega Man that I didn't, I didn't know what the bolts were. So I beat, like, the first two levels, and I'm like, man, like... This game is fun. Uh, what are these bolts? I ended up asking Dante, I was like, what are these bolts for? And he's like, oh, you can just use them at the shop. And I was like, there's a shop in this game? <laughs> and, like, once I got in the shop, it was a wrap. Because, like, at that point, like, I was buying parts. Like, you can buy extra lives. 
So, like, at a certain point, I want to say from, like, uh, I want to say from the third level on, like, I never, like, I never ran out of lives or had to do a continue. Um, you could buy the uh, full E-tanks. You could buy the uh, tanks that recharge your weapon's abilities, your special weapon abilities. Um, so, I think by the end of the, by the end of the game, I had basically unlimited everything. They had, like, um... Ability that if you landed on our, uh, 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 it's a consumable, I guess you can say, but um, if you were to die by falling in a pit, one of the creatures would save you or something like that. Yeah, I think it was like spike shoes or something where they could take the impact of falling on um, spikes. Yeah, yeah, they have that. To save so you, you. You wouldn't take any damage, but they also had one that if you fell into a pit, like the flying Dr. Light robot would. Oh, you're talking about Birdie. Yes, and he would, like, pull you out of the pit, and then you could control him and get yourself back onto a platform. And um, they even had, I don't remember, I I never used it, but the creature that gives you a random item. Oh, um, yeah, I can't think of his name, but he shows up in maybe one or two of the levels. Like, he's in Blockman's level. Yeah, but you could... um, But yeah, he's also consumable that you can potentially purchase. So, like, I think the shop really, really... Because you could buy, like, nine extra lives. Yup. And you could have, like, six extra energy tanks or something like that. So it was, like, at a certain point, it was, like... Like, I could get to the boss and basically just... I had enough bolts that I never died. And I could just use as many... E tanks as I wanted to to stay alive and just defeat the boss on my first try, it, and it got to the point where I was just like when I was to lose lives, it would be losing lives getting to the boss. But once I got to the boss, I basically just uh, steam Band. steamrolled. Yeah, yeah, I steamrolled my way to winning, beating the boss. So it, it it made the game a lot easier, and like I don't want to say like. It, it was still fun, if that makes any sense. Like, despite it being simpler than the two Mega Man games that I played in the past, or three, I still had a whole lot of fun, and this is, I like this game better than I like those ones. And part of it maybe had to do with the art style, maybe part of it had to do with just the platforming and the levels, which we can talk about some of that too, but, like, mm-hmm. I I really, really surprisingly enjoyed myself playing this game and if it w- it wasn't for this bonus cast, I would not have played this game. And now, like this, playing this game is like, huh? Maybe I should check out the other Mega Man's that I haven't played. Like I'm I'm at that level, so I'm I'm probably going to pick up a Legacy Collection or two just to have. I may not you know beat them right away or whatever, but just to play them and just see like, am I do I like Mega Man or do I just like Mega Man Eleven? <laughs> do I have the sickness? <laughs> so. Going back to the shop for a moment, I kind of took a different approach than you did. Mm-hmm. So my first objective was to get all of the um, parts. Mm-hmm. So anytime I went to the shop, I made sure like I got all of the non-consumable items. So I went through, pretty much got all of those really early on. You get a lot of bolts. You get a yes, lot of bolts in this yes. game. So kind of max those out pretty much by like... Like, Robot Master 4 or 5, I feel like. Yep, yep. And I bought all that other stuff, but me having this 
intense sense of Mega Man pride. I pretty much didn't use it if possible. I think I might have used like one energy tank before Wily's Castle, one or two. But I didn't buy the lives, and I also didn't use the energy tank. So I kind of did still have that classic Mega Man experience where it's like, okay, I have three shots at this level. If I don't finish it, I'm going to have to start from the beginning. So the game allows you to curb your difficulty if you want to. And on one hand, I understand, like, why they would do that. Because there's a lot of people that... A lot of people that play platformers nowadays that just simply wouldn't have the patience to get through Mega Man's 1 through 10. I mean, they don't make so, games like that now. Like, the platformers aren't Yeah, like the checkpoint system has evolved over the years, or has changed over the years, to encourage people to finish the game. So it's not... It never forces you to, um, oh, well, I have to learn from my previous mistakes and getting through something once isn't good enough. That's not how games are made nowadays. So Mega Man 11 kind of takes that new model and it's like, okay, well, if you really want to make this easy for yourself, we'll give you the tools to do that. Yeah. Like, and, and to, to be fair, like I, I played that same way you did up until I got to the boss. So, like, I never mm-hmm. used any of my consumables on the level. I, like, kept Well, that you have ex- the lives, though. Sure, sure. But I, I kept that experience, I guess you could say, as pure as I could. Um, mm-hmm. But I, the boss, I was just like, I'm just going to beat, I'm going to beat this boss on the first try. And, like, I, I didn't start doing that until, I, I did the same upgrade way you did. So, like, like I said, I, I played through the first bosses holy without knowing there was a shop so i died a lot and i accrued a ton of bolts so i pretty much had bought every single part upgrade part that i could afford uh that i could that mm-hmm. was unlocked after i beat the second uh would you call them R- robot master robot masters yeah so after i beat the second robot master that's when i found out about the store and i had accrued enough bolts from continues and all that that i basically had like a spare 2000 after I bought all the parts <laughs> and I didn't buy any consumables at that point. And then when I realized like, Oh, these consumables, like you don't have to, or you could get those as well. Then I, like after robot master five, that's when I started buying that stuff. Okay. That's fair. I don't know. I, I just, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I kind of was just like, man, if people want that old experience, just play the old games. Like, part of me, and maybe this is me being like, maybe a reason why I'm not a Mega Man fan or whatever, but it's like, they made 11 games. Like, I, I'm glad they switched up. For, like, I'm not saying finally, but I am kind of saying finally. Like, mm-hmm. if you wanted that pure, not not saying you, but if people are complaining that this game is too easy, they can definitely play the way you played. But, like, if you want that pure, like, I have three lives and I got to do the best I can or whatever, then just you have ten, ten games to choose from. Like, I'm okay that they deviated with from with this game. And I'm honestly, if they continue to do, like, if they, I'm okay with the next ten Mega Man, you know, one, or excuse me, eleven setting the, the stage for how they do the next 10 Mega Man, you know, 11 through 20. Like, I, I'm I'm cool with them saying, like, okay, this is going to be a fresh restart for Mega Man, 
So if you want to play the classic like 8-bit Mega Man, you have 1 through 10. And if you want to play the, the, the 3D sprite uh, or 2.5D Mega Man, then you can play 11 through 20. And we'll have the shops and we'll have some type of new system in each game or maybe expound upon the gear system or make it a little bit less powerful, then I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm interested to see where they go from here because I'm pretty sure this game's a success and I'm pretty sure they'll end up making more. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody's quote-unquote mad with this game. I just think that, you know, some people that went for the, I don't know, trademark patented challenge of Mega Man might end up disappointed unless they like kind of take the reins into their own hands. Definitely. I definitely feel like this this game was like kind of sort of for Mega Man fans, but it also was kind of sort of for people that like like me that were like familiar with Mega Man, but like we've grown accustomed to more things in games. So like having a shop uh, or like just like it, it adds some type of replayability a little bit. Not in the same way where like you're chall- like it's the challenge, but just the um like you can make the game play to your liking. So you can make it hard if you want to play it the way you want to play it, or if you just want to like say, "Hey, I played this game, I had fun, and I beat it like I did," then I was able to do that, and I also had fun. So, would you have any interest um, going back through the game and potentially? I don't know, making it harder for yourself. Oh yeah, definitely. Like I, I, um, I've never, so we played this game with the steam share, right? So you own the game and you shared it with me so I could play it. So I could play when you were not using your steam. And I don't think there were certain things that this game like made me feel that I hadn't like, Realize, I don't know how to describe that feeling, but like, I think it was like the block bin level, and like I just had that that when you play a platformer or like when I played platformers growing up, where it was like I'm looking like off to the side of where my character is. Like your character is always in the middle of the screen, or uh, or your character like I always knew where my character was despite never looking directly at my character. And I just got in the zone. So I was like looking to see what I had to dodge and then, you know, jumping or sliding underneath it and like keeping my buster shot charged and releasing it. And, you know, like I got in the zone and like I that is not something that (laughs) I don't I don't get that in any other type of game than platformers. And I hadn't like I haven't played a platform in a while, but it felt so good to be in that zone. And um isn't something that like I didn't know I missed feeling if that makes any sense <laughs> completely there there's a very specific moment later in the game that um we'll eventually get to where essentially it was that boss I was telling you about from the classic mega man that I'm like this fight makes you fight the boss and you're not well you're fighting yourself but you're also fighting the boss at the same time and it's knowing his pattern and also knowing when to get your shots in when possible. Yeah. And they literally recreate that fight for this Mega Man 
And I got so excited when it happened because I'm like, I have a little bit of this muscle memory from before. I'm going to use that to my advantage. Then I'm just going to kind of soak this in. Like, it's encouraged that you use the speed gear on that fight. But I'm like, nah, I got this, bro. I got this. Mm-hmm. I did the same exact thing. I did the same exact thing, dude. I was like, I got the speed gear, but no, I'm just gonna. I just want to do my reflexes and test my reflexes and just soak it in. <laughs> yeah. So, like, definitely, like, I um, I had said all that because, like, there were times when you were on Steam, and I was like, this dude needs to go to sleep so I can play some freaking Mega Man. <laughs> like, this dude needs to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I mean, like, I don't work on Fridays, so I think it was like a Thursday night, and I think I stayed up, like, I, I came up to my game room or whatever at 11, and I saw you were playing Evil Within 2, um, and I'm like, okay, cool, like, it's almost, I'm, I'm sure Dante has to work tomorrow, so maybe he'll be on for, like, maybe another hour, and then that'll be it. And then it gets to like one, I think like one or one thirty, and you're still on. And I'm like, dang it, dude! I just want to play some freaking Mega Man. Get all like, <laughs> and like, <laughs> it's like, do I buy the classic collection? I was literally thinking like, should I just buy this game? Like, I was thinking like, should I just buy this game so I can like, you know, because I think I, at that point I had like three more of the Robot Masters, and mm-hmm. I was just like, I like this game. I don't mind paying $30. Like, I know I've gone through, like, over half of this game at this point, but I'll, I'll, I'll spend $30 to... And I ended up not doing it, but it was just, like, I was contemplating, like, man, I really want to play Mega Man, and I can't play Mega Man right now. Should I buy Mega Man? <laughs> that's, that's so funny. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I definitely I definitely uh, would will intend to go back and play this game. I definitely will pick this game up when it goes on sale. Um, in the meantime, I'll just play it when you're not on Steam. <laughs> That's cool. That's perfectly fine. So, uh, we should probably get into some of these stages, at least, like, loosely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I wrote down my order of, like, my favorite, like, I wrote down from favorite to least favorite stages. Um... And I wrote a little, like, note about each stage, like, something cool or something. If Tundra Man isn't the dead last, I'm going to be a little upset. You're going to be upset, then. All right. Tundra Man, like... Okay. Forget that stage, man. That that stage cost me an hour by itself. (laughs) The ending with the wind and the blocks and... Yes. So, like, okay, so you have to take into consideration, too, like, I had... At that point, like, Tundra Man, I believe, was the last or second-to-last stage. And at that point, I had consumables. So my experience would be different than yours is. And this was also my, like... I think on the very last run, I ended up using a couple. But before then, I refused to buy any of the birdie things. Yeah. So anytime I fell into a pit, it was I was donezo. If it makes you feel any better, I had nine lives... But I guaranteed, like, I used all of my birdies on the first slide. <laughs> so, like, the last eight were, like, granted, you know, I had eight lives, but they were all legit runs with no birdies. Because <laughs> that win part was so stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, they're just, like, it, a lot of tricky jumping where it was, like, okay, you have to jump and, you know, to the next platform, but there's either wind pushing you or... Uh, One, there's wind pushing you. Two, there's a roof right above your head, so you have to do this like near pixel perfect jump 
so you don't hit the top of the roof that you're over and just instantly jump into a pit. Yeah, it, it was silly. Um, I also have this really bad thing with jumping in games where a lot of times if I don't feel like I did the right jump, I'll try to quickly hold left and get back on the platform. But since the wind was pushing me, that didn't work. Like, yeah. I tried to cancel my jump, but then mm-hmm. it's like, nah, bro, you've already committed. I, I learned that the hard way with the slide, where I was trying to, like, slide and then jump. But if you, like, I was thinking, like, this is the Donkey Kong fan in me, but being able to jump off of, like, off of nothing, you know? Like, cart rolling, or cart rolling, cart wheeling or rolling off a ledge and then being able to jump. You can't do that in Mega Man. <laughs> so nope. I, I was... uh dying a lot because I was like sliding to avoid something and letting myself slide off the edge because I was like I can jump and then nope I just dropped <laughs> like dead weight <laughs> man yeah. so I, I digress what what's your order okay so I, these three are like I mean I think block is my favorite level but like these three are like all like top three and like it doesn't really matter the order it's block and the reason why I like block, it was like there was block cut puzzles, there was conveyor belts, falling blocks. There was just a lot of like just old school feeling platforming. And it ended up being the first level I played as well. So I just really, really enjoyed the aesthetic and just like playing on that level. It was very straightforward. Like it wasn't like a whole lot of like groundbreaking like um platforming, but it was just like it it was like the perfect level to get me into this game. So I really liked it. Uh, but then the other two up there was Fuse and Blast. I really like Blast Man stage. Hmm. You're going to have to remind me what happens on Blast Man. So Blast Man was the one that had those switch detonators um, that had all those boxes that would explode. And then they had like the enemies that dive kick, the little tiny enemies that dive kick that took one hit, but they blew up. Uh, and then yep. it, it had the... Uh, um, the puzzles where you had to start the explosion to unlock the path and you had to dodge the explosion to keep uh, proceeding. Mm-hmm. And and then, like, the little laser, the little laser... Uh, they had the uh, enemies that had, like, the... They, they threw, like, the explosive uh, bo- uh, balls of fire at you, and then when you killed them, then a TNT exploded, and the TNT uh, barrel tracked you as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remember this level now. I really like that level. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah. The end actually and no surprise or actually kind of a surprise, Blast Fuse and Block were the first three levels that I played. And I, I, I didn't know, like I didn't look up like one thing boss I know order. about Yeah, one thing I know about Mega Man, there's a boss order. I didn't look any of that stuff up, so I just chose them based off how I felt. Um, the only thing I had heard was I heard that Bounce Man's level was really fun, so I was like, I'll save that one towards the end, because apparently that one is fun. Um, See, I heard from everybody that that level takes forever, which wasn't really my, like, experience with it, to be honest. How'd you feel about, uh, how'd you feel about those three that I said, and, like, what were your top three? So you said Block, Blast, and Muse, Muse, right? Yeah. So, Blockman was the first level I played because that was the one that was in the demo. Mm-hmm. So, I had a really good feel of it going in. Like, I think I died once and it was on a really stupid um, 
just platforming fault of my own. Yeah. And I enjoy that level overall. I like the um the drill puzzles they have you do where you have to quickly navigate these areas and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have this mini boss that I think shows up three times total. Uh, two or three. Level. I think I think most mini bosses show up two or two times. But um pretty much that level was trivial for me at this point. I enjoyed it. Fuse Man, I honestly I'm trying to think about stuff that goes on in his level fuse man uh was the shock puzzles um it was yeah uh, i really liked his stage it had those really interesting electricity puzzles yes and i think he was the second guy i did okay so we basically played the same first two (laughs) yeah so he has a lot of i guess electricity puzzles where like okay this light bulb is going to shoot out this beam so you kind of have to watch the patterns because there will be multiple beams going at you. And you have to use speed gear to quickly navigate through these areas. Mm-hmm. I just thought those were really ni- nice um, little mini puzzles for platformers. And the fight itself, I remember being a little tricky. I think he's the guy that kind of dashes around, right? Yeah, so he creates like little lightning patterns in the sky. And you have to, he does like a. He's really fast, and he shoots. He has an instant transmission, and then he has instant transmission where he like bolts to the ground and does like a slam. So you kind of have to. This is one of the fights that you have to use the speed gear to like dodge it because you can't run quick enough to get away from him. Yeah, I was really happy I knew about the shot by this point because not having that whole um, move in normal speed when you're in slow motion or speed gear. Um, that would have been a problem mm-hmm. fighting this dude. And I think I fought him that way for the first two times, but then I went to the shop and got that upgrade and beat him. Yeah, yeah. So I thought he was really cool, and I also liked Blast Man. Okay, so we have the same favorite three? <laughs> I wouldn't say those are my favorite three. Oh, if gotcha, I had to, gotcha. um, If I had to rank them, I'd say my top ones, Block is really good. I like Fuse Man a lot. I also like Torch Man's level. Okay. Do you remember anything about that one? Yeah, so Torch Man, you get chased by the flame wall. There's those owls that are basically lanterns, and once you kill them, then there's no like light on that section of the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had, you said Fuse, Blast, and, or Fuse, Block, and Torch is your three, you said? Probably my top three. So Torch was in my my next batch. It was like in the middle. I just really like Torch because like when I got there, I was like, "What's going on?" Because you see these teepees and yep, the there's some signage and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" And you see like I can't even think of the the hard hat enemies. They're on these signs, and it's like, "Oh well, they should be camping or whatever." And never seen. I just really like the aesthetic <laughs> of that level. Yeah, yeah. And another thing, when I shot one of those owls that had the torch. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's dark here. And I'm like, I bet they did this. So I pull out my fuse power, start shooting the little lightning bolts, and sure enough, the level lights up. Oh, really? Yes. Huh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I I, I, I just avoided all the owls because I didn't want to turn off the lights. <laughs> and I also really like the Flame Man fight or the Torch Man fight because he shoots like he has these fist move that he does where you just have to dodge three of those he has a kick 
So I guess it's kind kick. of like a martial arts boss. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was cool. Like, I don't really remember too much about most of the bosses. Because mm-hmm. I, I the bosses that had, like, each boss had, like, two different attack patterns. I didn't really care for the bosses that had, like, a different form. I like the mm-hmm. bosses that, like, I didn't like um, Blockman's fight. He really had three forms, but, uh, you know, he went from being, like, normal to being, like, super big to being, like... Back- I feel like his first form was kind of trivial. Yeah, but I didn't like his second form. I don't know, like, like I liked, like, Acid Man. Like, he was in the same form, but he just had two different mm-hmm. attack stages, I guess you could say. And, yeah, he had an EX attack, I guess would be the best way to describe it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess, so, my middle batch was probably Torch, um, Impact, and, uh, those are probably, like, my two middle, like, Impact and Torch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we've already talked about Torch. Impact was, like, a, this one had a lot of moving platforms on rails, where you could drop into pits and die, and so you had to stay on the platform, and there was these, like, drills that went through the entire stage so you could see where they're coming from and you had to like dodge them while you're on these platforms like on these on rails so you had to like jump over drills or they're coming diagonally or horizontally or vertically on the screen and that was like a huge part of that level um that was like super construction themed level so there was a whole bunch of construction signs and hard hat enemies and that level was all right I'm not really typically a fan of, like, platform levels, platforming games with levels that you have to stay on a a platform. Platform. <laughs> yeah, like, I I was just, yeah, I was I, uh, lost for words. Like, do I say the most obvious thing? But, yeah, like, that was always, those are always, like, my least favorite levels, like, in Mario 3 and in Donkey Kong. But, like, it's fine. like, that level is pretty tricky, but if you have the acid barrier or whatever... Um, I didn't. You can time, avoid a yeah, lot of attacks. So. So. so one of the things that I this is me being a Mega Man noob or whatever. I never use the abilities outside of the boss fights. So I always just use regular Buster. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mostly use Buster just to kind of up the difficulty on myself a little bit. But um, there's a couple of scenarios where I would I would change to a weapon for specific enemies. Like, um, I don't remember his name. I think it's something Joe, but he's the dude with the shield that will um, pull it away and start shooting you. The green dude with the shield, yeah. Exactly, yeah. I'd just drop blocks on that dude all day. Uh, Yeah, There's a couple (laughs) enemies where, like, the electric one, it will just literally ride the wall Mm -hmm. and hit them. So I just shoot it up and pretty much take out stuff above me. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I'd use the Buster the entire time. And, like, really even on the bosses, unless I felt like I would kind of experiment a little bit, but, like, there was only maybe three bosses that I actually used ability on. Other than that, mm-hmm. like, I just used the Buster the entire game. I feel like you could get away with that a lot more on this one. Because of the gears. Like, system. in some of the previous Mega Mans, there was an immunity or at least, like, resistance to the buster on some bosses it's not very effective (laughs) yeah exactly and i mean if you think about it Mega man's kind of like pokemon just yeah yeah platform yeah 
to be. But to, you know, I felt like this one they allow you to get away with just using the Buster a lot more. Well, a lot of it for me was just uh, because of the gear system. Like I felt confident in what I was doing because it was like, oh well, if I use the power right here, that's two fully charged Busters. You know, so that's mm-hmm. a ton of damage, or even the speed where it's like, oh, they are standing right in front of me. I can just shoot like nine to twelve non-charged uh, busters before they move. So it was just yep. like you can do a lot more damage quicker. Um, what are your least favorite? I guess since I, I did my two middle, I guess, but it'd probably just be so, easier to say your least favorite levels. I guess my least favorites would be. Like, the only level I actively, I don't even want to say I dislike it. I just got frustrated with it was Tundra Man. Uh-huh. And I'm looking at this list. I think I might not have had the best time on the Acid Man stage. It just seems a little forgettable from what I remember. So, like, yeah, yeah. My, so my bottom three were Acid, Bounce, and Bounce was my least favorite level. Unequivocally. Really? Yes. I, I could not stand that level. And, um, so probably, yeah, like you said, Tundra, Acid, and Bounce. I didn't like Acid because it was, like, a water level, and, like... It had all the spike areas. Insta-kill spikes, um, which was not fun. Um, I did... Was it the one with... There's this one jump where I was like, there's no way in the world I can get through. So, essentially, there's, um... Spikes on the top of the platform, spikes on the bottom of the platform, and then there's one plat, like a mini platform, just going in the circular motion in between it. Do you yep. remember this jump? Yep. Or you I lucked out. Like, <laughs> I don't even know how you're supposed to do it, but I jumped. I luckily landed on the platform when it was at its bottom and just kind of ran off of it and was able to get to the other side. Yeah, because, yeah, and I think that part... I think was in the same part for me where I know I I lost like a ton of lives at one part because it was just like man like it's such a slim margin of error right here and mm-hmm. I don't know I didn't really like that I I thought the the water turning into acid was really cool I like that touch of the stage mm-hmm. um, but I didn't I didn't really like the overall stage so out of curiosity um for the upgrades and stuff. Do you think those were story based or how did, you know, stuff get unlocked in the shop? I don't know. Like, I want to say, like, I feel like. Because there was still stuff at the end of the game that I didn't yeah, have. That weren't unlocked, right? Yeah, I didn't get the crush shoes or the thing that allows you to prevent insta death from spikes until Wily's Castle. Okay, I got that early. Huh. I wonder if it's um, based off play style, like doing an achievement or something. Or, because... Like, I, I, I'm thinking that it might have to do with certain like thresholds, like, oh, you killed this many enemies, or you defeated this enemy X amount of times. Well, I was just going to say like certain things where... like I'm trying to think of any of the achievements I got were like, kill 100 enemies in speed mode. I got one that was like, kill... I think it was like four enemies with three shots. There was a achievements yep. based off on um, on the mini bosses, so that that I think there was a monkey on the on Torchman's stage that I killed before he even caught on fire, 
And so I got an achievement for that. So I'm wondering if they were like, you had to do a certain thing to unlock that. Like, not everything. I feel like some were like, once you beat two oh, levels man. or a level, then you get this uh, ability to buy so this upgrade. I found a link and it instantly made me sad. I'm going to see if you know why. Do you see the link? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's loading right now. If if you don't get it by now, you're not gonna get it. Most of the items in Mega Man Eleven can be unlocked without defeating a single boss. No, it's Prima games. Oh RIP. You heard yeah. <laughs> so Prima Games, like the guys that have been writing guides since pretty much I was a kid, announced that they're shutting down. And I just happened to find a link on their website that was super handy about how you unlock all the Mega Man eleven parts and items. So yeah, it seems like you have to do certain. Um, oh my god, <laughs> the screw catcher only unlocks on Saturdays. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I played the game on a Saturday. <laughs> what, what? That was the yeah, one that I, I guess uh, gave you more bolts. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. So the reason why you didn't get the the spike one because you di- you didn't die five times by getting hit by a spike by hitting a spike. Oh, Unlike no. your boy. <laughs> That's so funny. So, yeah, they kind of do intentionally, you know, help you out. It's like, hey, you've died this many times this way. Let me help you out. Yeah. Same thing with the energy catcher. Get game over screen ten times. Yeah, I don't think I got that one. Or I'm just going to claim I did. I don't remember. But, um, yeah, his level is kind of trash. The acid one? What I remember. Yes. Yeah. Like, I like the gimmicks of it. I just did like the whole spike part of it. Yep. And yep. even though I got through it, I think I got through it in my first try, but still, I was just upset with it. No, nah, I, I was stuck at that part for a while. So. And then, as far as the bounce one, I think the main reason I didn't like it was there was like, I didn't understand. This level had a bunch of bouncy balls, and you use that to progress. You have to hold A? That. Because it didn't seem like it was like... I spent like a good minute on the first ball just being like, okay, how do I do the high jump? Yes, I did this once. right, right. That, um, the I didn't know like the trampoline things where you had to get all the way to the top and then fall oh. down and hit the trampoline to go all the way back up to the top. Um, huh. And then I didn't like... I definitely didn't like the little hand switch puzzles. I died so many times off that. Really? Dude, yeah. Like, the two things that you mentioned, I just I just kind of took them as matter-of-fact things that just happened to the level. Like, I never found any difficulty in the like trampoline. Every thing. single thing specific to that level I didn't like. <laughs> and that's why it's my least favorite level. Um, Man. Yeah, the little hand puzzle thing, there was a... I couldn't figure out, like, sometimes... So there was a room that had two of those hand puzzle things, so you, like... Get hit by one to hit. All, there's a there's a gap, so you can fall into this pit. So like, if you um, get hit by one, it hits you all the way to the right. Then you gotta shoot the uh, one up top, and then you get shot to the left, and you get to the next room. And every time, for like fifteen times, is this the one right after the checkpoint? I think so. I think so. Yeah. And it like sometimes it hit me to the top, and sometimes it just hit me straight across. And I couldn't huh. figure out like how to control where I ended up in specifically in that room. So this is like another instance of like 
like that acid level where it was like this one thing kind of ruined my this one section kind of ruined my whole taste of this entire level so i'm not gonna say that you did it the quote-unquote wrong way but you could have made it a lot easier for yourself if you just use like rush probably because you said it was the last level you did. Yeah, but so I, there's a lot of things you could trivialize just by getting on R jet. Yeah, and so I always was low on rush, uh, like on certain levels, I was low on rush uh, thing, and I don't, I'm not mm-hmm. familiar enough with Mega Man, so like I had all the capsules, but I didn't know what recharged that. So, <laughs> oh, anything. Um... If you're base Mega Man and you just find one of those energy capsules, I'm saying like what items, like what what items that you could buy. So like, I would be oh. full life with all these consumables, but I didn't know how to recharge that thing. <laughs> That's your um, weapon. Oh, see, I didn't real, I didn't know that. So, because yeah. I never used any weapons, so it seemed like why would I? I should have thought to, but because like, I never used any of my weapon, I was like, I'm not going to use this. It's just a waste. I will say with the bounce level, um, this was the one time where I was absolutely positive as far as like, oh, this has to be his weakness. When I got the pile driver, and I was like, oh, this is a drill. Well, drills pop balloons. Well, for me, it was uh, using uh, Fuse on Tundra Man. Mm. That was the one. See, I was kind of mixed on that one because I was like, maybe he's weak to torch. Nah, I was like, yeah, he's definitely weak to electricity. So that one and the one you just said, uh, bounce and impact, I was like, yeah, those are like, I'm guaranteed I bet those are. And I assume, I assume blast was weak to fuse, but I mean, uh, to torch, but I had gotten blast first, Mm -hmm. so I didn't get to try that theory out. Uh, well, do you got... Do we have anything before Wally's castle? Not the nothing else that I can think of. Go ahead, man. Let's let's get let's get to the to the what is it? The Yellow Man? What I don't even know what it's called. Yellow Devil. Yellow Devil. Yeah. So essentially, you beat the first eight bosses, and <laughs> as per usual for Mega Man game, it's like, yo, meet me in my crib. That's Doctor Wily impersonation right there. Um, <laughs> so you go ahead, head over his way. And his first level is a bunch of, like, I don't know how to say it. It's like you're on the outside of the castle. There's all of these cogs. And you just kind of have to platform from one to another. And at one point during the level, there's this really good throwback where you have these disappearing blocks. Do you happen to remember those from Mega Man 1 or 2? Yep. 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 I remember hating that part in that game. And they're back, and it's this one's not as bad because, one, it's not over a invisible pit or, you know, bottomless pit. Mm-hmm. So they're a little bit friendly with it, and it did take me some time. I I probably spent a good three or four minutes getting through that first one. But um, you get past that, and you make it to Yellow Devil Mark Three, actually. Hey, guys, what's up? So a couple things happened. Marcus and I had some connectivity issues, so we weren't able to finish our original recording of Mega Man 3. So, he also flew to China. So, making up, like, a makeup session or whatever was next to impossible. So, I'm just going to do this alone. So, pretty much where we left off was Yellow Devil. 
Yellow Devil is a boss from Mega Man 1. He appears um, in Wily's Castle in this one, and he's a little bit different. He has a couple new moves. He can um, shoot his blocks like he used to before. He does the whole eye laser thing after he's transferred from one side to the other. But he also has the ability to make himself into clones. And pretty much he tries to fill up the screen. And you just have to use speed gear and kind of navigate around him. He also gets a lot faster as the fight goes along. And I can't remember if he did that in the original game. But um, it's a really interesting take on that fight. It's a lot of fun fighting him. So, yeah, I was very happy to see him back in the game. So, after getting through Gear Fortress 1, you obviously go to Gear Fortress 2. There's not too much to be said about the actual level part of it, but um, there's a thing that chases you and tries to crush you. Pretty much you get through that, you end up getting to a boss called Mauvern, which is this giant spear, and he can pretty much just shoot lasers. That's really his one thing. It's a fun fight, but it's not, you know... He never really had me sweating or anything like that. So you get past him, you go to the Gear Fortress 3, which is the boss rush. And this is pretty much typical for any Mega Man game. You just go through, fight like all the bosses that you had before, before you have the final showdown with Wily. And by this point, you're so upgraded, you have like 9 energy tanks, 9 extra lives, all that jazz, that this really shouldn't be that much of an issue. I think I ended up dying to, maybe it was Tundra Man, but that was about it. But, you know, I'm glad they had it. It's a throwback to the old games. And finally, you get to Gear Fortress 4, which, um, there's a little bit of a lead-up going to Wily, but you're really just there for the Wily fight. And, um, his first form, it's very similar to... I can't remember which of the Mega Man games it was, but essentially he's in this little vehicle thing, and you just, um, you have to dodge his attacks, you have to jump on these missiles headed towards you, and um, shoot him in the, I can't remember if there's an eye, or you just shoot him directly. Either way, he goes down pretty easily. There's a couple times where he'll be out of reach, and you have to shoot these gears that he's standing on. But it's it's nothing too groundbreaking. And that leads us to Dr. Wily Form 2, where um, he just kind of swings around in this, like, spear. I think he shoots some cogs at you or something. And I was honestly a little underwhelmed by this fight. He just didn't have that much to hit you with. And also the fact that you have all of these um, healing items at this point. He's never really a threat. I, know, I don't think I died on Wily Form 2. And let me see. That really brings us to the end of the game where Mega Man's like, oh, well, you should change your ways. And Wily pretty much gets on his knees and begs. He's like, hey, just, just let me live and stuff, bro. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like my phone's going to let me pull up Marcus's final impressions. But from what I remember him saying... He said he enjoyed it, he hopes the series continues to go in this direction, and um, he's also interested in going back to the legacy collections that um, that have been released recently. So yeah, that was a very short um, outro for the game, we were almost done with it, but um, that's Mega Man 11 folks, peace. Peace.